Good morning, everyone. You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, and this week we're focusing on getting you ready for the new year and a new you. Today's episode on personal growth is one that can help you understand what success looks like and maybe more importantly, what it sounds like. Today's episode is episode 136, The Quietness of Success. And in this episode, I'll share what I consider to be one of the most important principles to understand about personal growth and development, and that is that your greatest successes will be found in the quietest moments of your life. And I also chose this one because I really believe the biggest obstacle to any of our growth and success that we seek professionally, physically, mentally, in the relationships that we have in life, in really anything, is us. You will always be your biggest, toughest, and most challenging opponent that you will face. Only it won't be a battle that is fought openly, but it will be a battle that is fought in the quiet chambers of your heart and mind. Success long before it is loudly announced for others to hear and see is achieved quietly, one day at a time, one hour at a time, one moment at a time. And as you come to understand where this battle will be won or lost, you will better come to embrace those quiet moments and recognize the important role and opportunity that they are in achieving all that you hope to achieve. So to further help with your personal growth this coming year, here is episode 136, The Quietness of Success. Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life. Things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, as always, to the Daily Drive Podcast. Josh Downs here, and today's episode is 136, The Quietness of Success. So my alarm goes off each morning at about 5.30 a.m., but (laughs) whether or not I get out of bed or hit snooze on my phone is completely another story. It's still dark at this time, and my kids are still sound asleep. It's quiet. It's peaceful. But that's when the fight begins. Do you know what I'm talking about? The fight to get out of bed, the fight to get on my knees and pray, the the fight to read my scriptures, the fight to eat a healthy breakfast, among other things. It's in the peaceful moments of the morning that the battle for my day is won or lost. And I'd imagine it's the same for you. I did an episode a while back that speaks to the importance of winning the morning And it was episode 74, and I definitely encourage you to listen to that one if you haven't, because the way that we come out of the gates each morning impacts everything. But as I've thought more about this, I also noticed that throughout the day, the other important battles that I fight have a similar theme as those in the morning, and that is that they take place and are won and lost when it's quiet. An unknown author once wrote, the greatest battles of life are fought within the silent chambers of the soul. A victory on the inside of a man's heart is worth a hundred conquests in the battlefield of life. To be master of yourself is the best guarantee that you will be master of the situation. So know thyself. The crown of character is self-control. And that's it. That's where success is won or lost. And this is what we don't see. We always see the results of these battles, but not the battles themselves. We see and hear about the victories, not the struggle to get there. We see the mountaintop, but not the steps it takes to get to it. We see the championships, but not what makes a champion. Throughout our day, there are countless quiet battles that we have to fight within ourselves that determine the outcomes outside ourselves. For instance, that struggle in the morning to get up, 
(laughs) or to stay down. The thought processes behind eating for health or eating for pleasure, the struggle to put yourself first or your needs last, the quiet moments inside where anger is suppressed or when it's allowed to erupt, the silent struggle inside before we overcome our struggles on the outside, the quiet push inside ourselves before we push ourselves on the outside. Think about how many of life's important decisions each day are won or lost quietly inside of us first. It's in the silence prior to success that we discover who we really are and what we're capable of. Not in the loudness of achievement, it's the quiet moments of life that are often the best moments of life. A quiet smile, a hug without words, the silent way love is often expressed through a look or a touch or an act that goes unseen by the world, the quietness of observing the beauty of nature, quietly listening to the sound of a river running or waves rolling or wind rustling through the trees, or just silently soaking in the joyfulness of watching your children loudly play, the silent reflection on past memories, quietly internalizing a principle or truth that will impact the course of your life, quietly overcoming feelings of fear, shame, or discouragement to keep going, to keep trying, to keep moving forward to that place that you know you can be, Maybe that place you know you've always been. The immortal Fred Rogers from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood once said, How many times have you noticed that it's the quiet little moments in the midst of life that seem to give the rest extra special meaning? And that's such a true statement, isn't it? Which begs the question, do we allow enough room for those quiet moments in life? Do we provide opportunities for silence, for thought, for reflection? If life's greatest battles are won or lost in the quiet chambers of the soul, then maybe we should spend a little bit more time there, become a little more comfortable with silence, and learn to own the quietness. Owen Cook, who has spent his life studying the habits of the successful and the unsuccessful, spending time with some of the most successful people to ever walk the earth, as well as some of the most impoverished people on the planet, all while trying to look for patterns to understand why some succeed while others don't. He concluded that if you've got a talent and you've got a gift and you want to do respect to that gift by cultivating it, then you make a decision to cultivate it and you make a decision to do what you need to do to push that out there. Whatever that is, to bring it to the forefront, it's those small little tasks. It's the little things that add up. Success is like a quiet daily set of tasks, real small, real, real small. How is success done? Success is like that quiet walk to the gym, like footsteps to some empty gym early in the morning or late at night. He says that success for him is is like watching his videos and his speaking and seeing where he can work on it over and over and over. Or as he sits there studying other great people and then comparing them with what he's doing and looking at it over and over and over. Doing 20 minutes of quiet meditation a day over and over and over. Making the choice to eat foods that enhance his brain's neurotransmitters over and over and over. He says it's a very quiet process where you're just drawing your state from within yourself doing these simple little tasks, but finding love in those simple little tasks. It's not this big rah-rah speech where you do this one thing and something big happens. He says from his study of success, it's those little things, those little menial tasks that add up. Those are the ones you have to execute. And when your brain tells you that you've got a great reason today not to do it and you want to listen to your brain because your brain doesn't want you to be a big success, 
Your brain just wants to keep you alive. It's going to lie to you and trick you until you can get it on your team. You've just got to be consistent. You have to have that consistent thing. You have to cultivate a love for the process. You've got to love the process and you've got to make a decision to love the process. He says that motivation is an art. And to get the motivation, you have to go deep. He teaches that he's developed an internal focus of control and a belief that he can create the circumstances that he wants. And that he's developed these things quietly from years and years and years of having to do little menial tasks, from having to take huge risks, from having to grow and suffer, from having to be humiliated because resistance doesn't want you to succeed. If you have a dream and it's worth it to you, you can choose to go to that level and find your own motivation. In a book written by Tim Crowther about Anson Dorrance, who is the coach of the University of North Carolina soccer team, who also knows a little bit about success, as North Carolina soccer team has won 21 national championships. He describes the power within us to push. The challenge, he says, isn't someone else or something else. The challenge is within. It's the aching in your lungs and the burning in your legs and the voice inside you that yells, I can't. But you don't listen. And you just push harder. And then you hear a voice whisper, I can. And you realize the person you thought you were is no match for the one you really are. You know, it's hard to adequately describe what this push, this battle looks like. But if you want success in your job, it's choosing internally to believe you can have that success. Then quietly going about doing the little things each day to make it happen. Even when you feel like you'd rather do something else. Or when you're discouraged and want to give up, working extra hours, going above and beyond what is expected when you don't want to. If you want success in your home and family, it's found in the quiet moments where you choose to spend time with them over other things that might be easier to do or, or that maybe at times you'd rather do. It's choosing to throw the football with your son over watching TV without him. Taking your wife out of the house when all you want to do is stay in. Doing something nice for your husband even though you're already exhausted from doing things for the kids. And same with our health. It's choosing to exercise when you don't feel like it and quietly choosing it again and again and again. Eating healthy when there are other options and there are always other options again and again and again. It's in those quiet moments where you push yourself to do more than you want to do. Maybe more than you think you can over and over and over that brings success to you. And you know, maybe success is found in quietness for no reason more than this one. In 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 12, Elijah teaches us a great principle about silence. He records that a great and strong wind rent the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And that's where the Lord was. Rumi once said that the quieter you become, the more you're able to hear. And what could be more important to hear when it comes to your own success in life than God's voice speaking to you, encouraging you, empowering you, directing you to believe in yourself, to achieve your goals and accomplish all that you want to and all that he wants you to. President Russell M. Nielsen, the current leader of my faith, recently taught that our Father knows that when we are surrounded by uncertainty and fear, what will help us the most is to hear his son. Because when we seek to hear, to truly hear his son, we will be guided to know what to do in any circumstance. In those two words, hear him, 
God gives us the pattern for success, happiness, and joy in this life. See, while there's so much out there by way of motivation and inspiration and steps and principles to follow for personal success and for mastering all, it often stops short of connecting us with the master of all. If you think that you can reach your true potential without connecting to the one who truly knows you best, you will find yourself coming up very short of who you're truly capable of becoming. Motivation can only take you so far without inspiration. I would choose hearing a single sentence from the quiet voice of God telling me what to do personally for my life over reading all of the books that have ever been written on how to live life. If you think that you can accomplish more without God in your corner, then you are doomed to remain stuck in a corner of limited possibilities because only with God are all things possible. The great John Wooden once said that success is peace of mind which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you did your best to become the best that you're capable of becoming. I believe not only is success found in peace of mind, but found best when there is a quiet peace in our minds. If we want to become masters of ourselves, we must learn to master those quiet moments that will shape us into who we will become. So my invitation for you today is to look for those quiet moments, to embrace them, see them for the fertile ground to grow success that they are. Those quiet moments that come in the morning, that come throughout the day, that come at the end of the day, are where your success will be found or lost. Those are the battles most crucial to win, so include God in them by finding quiet moments to talk to Him, to listen to Him, to hear Him. If you do that not once or twice, but consistently each day, you'll come to better hear that still small voice speaking to you directing you to the greatest successes that life has to offer. And when others ask what your secret to success is, you'll be able to simply tell them, I'm just listening. (laughs) And instead of sending them a motivational video or clip, you'll find ways to send them to God so that they can hear Him as well and find the success that they seek in their own life. Well, thanks everyone. Now, instead of listening to another episode or anything else, how about you turn everything off and just listen in silence for a few moments? Think about your problems, your challenges, your questions, and then try to clear your mind and just listen. Try to hear Him. It might not come right away, but if you keep listening, keep trying to hear, and keep finding opportunities for the silence He needs to speak to you, eventually you will, because it's true that the quieter we become, the more we're able to hear. So yes, please keep listening to me, but above all else, keep listening to Him, because that's where the greatest success will always be found. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and this is The Daily Drive.